0: This episode of the Married with Board Games podcast is made possible only by the fine folks over at Red Raven Games. Check out their website, redravengames.com, to learn about all their games, like Above and Below, Iobound, and Empires of the Void 2. Speaking of, stick around for details on how you can win your very own copy of the deluxe edition of Empires of the Void 2, and we talk with the designer himself, Mr. Ryan Lockett. Spencer. I'm Laura. And this is the Married with Board Games podcast. Welcome to episode 37 of our little humble show.
1: Little, little tiny baby show. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you could call it that. Um, but this show is not little tiny.
1: Oh, no way. It, it's it's pretty big time.
0: I would say it's like as big as an entire universe.
1: Or, or a empire.
0: An empire That's built in a universe, an empire as large as a universe. Yes. Because we have the designer of Empires of the Void 2, Mr. Ryan Lockett, on the show. And not only is he the designer of that game, but basically... All most of the games in the Red Raven Games line, right? And he's like created this entire world that all these games are set in, which yes. is really cool. Mm-hmm. So it's re- it was really neat to be able to interview him, pick his brain about how he you know his processes, how he got started, and get details on Empires of the Void Two, this awesome game. So we're really excited for y'all to hear. Um, hear his take on, on his history. But speaking of Empires of the Void 2.
1: Right. Um. Right now we have a little contest going for you to be able to win a copy of the deluxe edition of Empires of the Void 2. That was only exclusively offered to Kickstarter backers
0: which means the metal coins uh, yeah get you some clink clink in your game
1: <laughs> wow okay so um now you're wondering like how can I get in on that we have a survey that we would like for you to fill out for us uh, just to kind of give us some, some help and, and direction into what we can do to uh, keep this podcast moving. You know, you don't want to stay the same. We want to keep evolving and growing and changing. And of course, direction from you guys, our listeners, of what you enjoy hearing, what you would prefer we leave out of the <laughs> show. Uh, those kinds of things are really going to help give us a direction to go in. So what we need is for you to go to marriedwithbg.com slash survey. And complete that current survey for 2018. And in order to be entered for the drawing to win a copy of the game, there is a portion of the survey that will prompt you to uh, fill in a word, a secret word. It's secret. Yes, that only listeners of the podcast will know. Mm-hmm. And that word is Raven. Raven. With a capital R. That's It's as simple as that. Married with BG.com slash survey. Complete the survey. And then fill in the secret word of Raven. Give us some awesome feedback. Help improve one of your podcasts that you listen to. And possibly win a copy of Empires of the Void 2 Deluxe Edition. It's a win-win.
0: Which is awesome. And you'll find that out if you haven't listened to the previous episode where we give our full thoughts. But you'll get insight into the mind behind the design.
1: Right.
0: And just actually right now. So let's get to it. All right, everybody. So here we are. We've got a very special guest. And if you couldn't guess it already from all of the hints that we've given, it is Mr. Ryan Lockett from Red Raven Games. Ryan, welcome to the Married with Board Games podcast. Thanks. I'm happy to be here. (laughs) Well, our listeners know. Yes. uh, That we talk about your game's quite often and I might actually come across as a little bit stalker-ish for how much I love your game so I apologize if if I've been a little overbearing in my my adoration of your your work but it is good and I love it as Laura can attest
1: yes I can he is such a (laughs) fanboy.
0: oh that's that's good to hear so uh, the plan for this episode is we're just going to talk to you a little bit about about who you are, what your gaming background is, how you got it into where you're at, and uh, we're going to talk about your new latest release, Empires of the Void Two, which mm-hmm. our listeners can.
1: Enter into our drawing to win a copy of the Deluxe Edition. The Deluxe Edition, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. And
0: then um, we're going to launch into our top five space games. Games with the space theme, Mm -hmm. which kind of leaves the door wide open to whatever you want to put on the list. You could say a (laughs) whole galaxy. A whole galaxy of games. <laughs> oh
1: yeah, yeah.
0: There's a lot of games that
2: fit in there. So <laughs> there
1: are there's yes. so many. <laughs> we,
0: it's funny because at first when we started making our list, we're like, "eh, we can't really think of any." But then we just kept adding and adding and adding and adding to the list.
2: So
1: some of those I feel like are technicalities. Well, but
2: the. They're space. I mean, <laughs>
1: they have to do with space. <laughs> even kind
2: if- of science fictiony.
0: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And if you think about it, anything could be a space game. So oh, don't takes don't place on Earth, we're in space. Okay. <laughs> so let's get into why you're here, and let's begin with
2: who are you? <laughs> who am I? Yeah. That's who are the, you? That's the ultimate question. <laughs> I, um, sure I am a, a game designer and illustrator, and my game publishing company is Red Raven Games. Very cool. So, you are an independent publisher? Yes. Uh yeah, I um well, it, it's I don't know, it's kind of funny to I guess the lines are getting more and more blurred mm-hmm. um, because there are a lot of other publishers that so on our team we currently have 3 people. Right. And um that kind of fits quite a few publishers these days. That's true, right. right. <laughs> but no, I definitely would say that we are like I feel like we are because this, I just started right. this in my garage and <laughs> so. Exactly and and you're not owned by the Asmodee conglomerate <laughs>
0: right <laughs> So if if you're not owned by, yeah, if you're not owned by that, I consider you, consider you independent. Keep
1: on holding out, man. Uh, We'll hold
0: out as long as we can.
1: Definitely go for it. Um, It's obviously before you could ever get into an interest of, of designing or anything, you would have had to have a knowledge and a love for games themselves. Can you tell us about how you got into the analog tabletop board gaming hobby?
2: well so when i was in my let's see when i was about 20 i was really um i was looking on board game geek a lot Mm -hmm. and um the top rated game i think it was the top was puerto rico at the time and it looked so boring (laughs) (laughs) yeah
0: uh, i i completely agree
2: (laughs) but i thought no you know especially from um you know teenager uh you know playing lots of video games it looked really boring so uh i got it anyway my mom got it for me actually and uh i was just blown away by it like it 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 was so different than any board game i had played and we played it like 50 times in one year and that really got me interested in like um in, in hobby board gaming. Like before that, I had been interested in role-playing games. I played like Dungeons and Dragons a lot in high school. Mm -hmm. So very neat. Well, we can definitely see that (laughs) yeah, in your games. And speaking of
0: that, you know, what, what kind of led you into designing games, you know, as, as a designer, you know, what, what things in your background got you
2: into that? Well, when I was a teenager, I actually designed a lot of games. I designed a lot of, um, sort of like collectible card style games, like sort of battle card games. Oh, cool. Yeah. And then as I got older, I sort of discovered role-playing. And so I I spent a lot of time designing like new role-playing systems. Mm -hmm. And uh, then when I discovered Euro games, I started designing Euro games. (laughs) That was kind of like when I was about 20, I I really started to dive into Euro game design. Mm. So do you, Did any of you, did you do anything with your, the RPGs or the other, other card system, card games that you designed? No, it was kind of, I, you know, I had a game group and I would make my friends play all these games all the time, (laughs) (laughs) but uh, it didn't, it never went anywhere really. And when I was, uh, let's see, when I was 22, I uh, submitted some games to Rio Grande Games, I pitched him to Jay Tomlinson who owns the company and mm-hmm. uh he wasn't interested in the games really but um he hired me to do this game coming up called Dominion and I thought oh that's that sounds interesting never heard of that but mm-hmm. uh so I did a few cards illustrations for Dominion and then wow yeah. I did not know that <laughs> yeah for the first for the first game um and I didn't know it was going to be so huge it was a really game. <laughs> yeah. It break. definitely is so, and then from then on, I've actually done like two cards in every, every box, almost every box. What? Yeah. This <laughs> is news to me. <laughs> and, and
0: this, that's like one of the, the, the big games, the most popular games that we don't own. So,
1: Hey, Laura, just... <laughs> I, I know what's going on.
2: <laughs> If you do, get, uh, I guess second edition is out these days. If you get second mm-hmm. edition, I did all the money cards. That's my, wow. So. Awesome. Okay. Well,
0: well, great. And our friend actually just picked it up, so we'll have to play it with them and see if we can spot yeah. those. My
2: name, That's really cool. Oh yeah, my name is on every money card. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you are gonna, if your name is gonna be on a card. It might as well be the money card, right? Yes. <laughs> I just think it's funny. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's so awesome. So, I mean. It sounds like in the professional publishing world, you started out more in the artwork side. And then would you say you kind of traveled from artwork into the publishing and getting to publish your own designed games that way?
2: Yeah, I mean, I I really wanted to get a game published and I was getting impatient. And so I saw the Kickstarter was going well for people. So I jumped right in. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think the game that I saw um was uh alien frontiers there we go yes yes yeah Yeah. yep that's that's what i was gonna guess because i I remember that being one that
0: that people kind of kind of referred to as being the one that kind of really pushed kickstarter over the edge as like a a very valid way of getting games published yeah well cool so so what and this this is very cool to kind of go into what was the first game that you actually published it was empires of the void 1 <laughs> what yeah. <laughs> yeah so so can you tell us about like just that whole process the very first game that you you published you designed
2: and did the artwork for you know that to me sounds like a lot of work yeah it 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 was but you know i had i was basically doing that for fun all the time anyway Uh and (laughs) working for other people because i i did whole games for other people um it it started to feel like i was doing so much of the process even like down Mm -hmm. to like editing and like writing like the copy on the back of the box like the (laughs) you know um so it didn't feel like a huge jump although it it was definitely more of a jump than i realized it was gonna be um but uh yeah i mean so i had the game and i actually i think i sent it to a few publishers and um there were there was some interest but then i'm like no i'm just gonna kickstart it what the heck so i Mm -hmm. i did it and um but, you know, I learned – I definitely learned some things because I hadn't done the whole process of manufacturing. And the fulfillment was definitely a um, an intimidating part of it that I had no understanding mm-hmm. of. So, that was the hardest thing, I think.
0: <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's that's pretty – pretty common across the board and you can see that as a result of with people complaining about my game didn't oh, arrive yeah. when you said it would two years ago and it's it's kind of ridiculous yeah yep i have, so i have one more question on this topic do are you are you profession, not professional professional because obviously you're a professional but are you trained in artwork or is that something that you are in you know all the art
2: that you do or is that something you kind of picked up on your own it's just been a hobby since i was a kid i i was interested in getting like a degree um, mm-hmm. but I never found anything that I that that really felt right so I just decided mm-hmm. to teach myself uh, for good or wow. ill <laughs> so it is the school of YouTube I mean it, there's a lot you can learn from YouTube, <laughs> right well and that, we'll
1: be getting more into that yes. here later as we discuss empires of the void 2 but I have another mm, question mm-hmm. that has just sprung into my mind
0: yeah what's up what's up
1: Ryan where does the name Red Raven come from for your oh, for the company.
2: company? So I it's you know it it's kind of a funny thing. I I had written a a story and in the story there was a a red raven and I just I liked it so that's what I used. <laughs> yeah, it's not Ooh, super yeah. complicated. It, it was like it could, because I like to <laughs> I you know I I like to do uh creative writing too and so that was like a character in the story.
1: Is that is there ever a possibility of that being like a backdrop for a game, the story? Uh,
2: maybe. I, I'd have to dig it up. I it's been a while since I <laughs> read it.
1: That would yeah. be really neat. Well,
0: and there's there's actually a red raven in is it in all of like above and below or one of your one of the characters is a red, the red, oh, red raven. Yeah,
2: I it might be in
1: He looks like might, a bird band. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. it
2: might be uh near and near far. far. Oh, I forgot. There was a yeah, red bird that- guy. Yeah, I, I forgot about that guy. <laughs> yeah. So you might, yeah, he might not be a raven, but that's what I was like. Hey, yeah, yes, the well, raven. he basically is, I guess. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> that's fine. So, um, as we were kind of hinting at mm. uh, the school of YouTube and whatnot, yeah. is um, Empires of the Void 2, uh, you, you turned to that resource again. When it came time to uh, design some components for this game, correct? oh yeah,
2: about twenty hours of ZBrush tutorial and uh, <laughs> my brain melting. I, I, uh, I uh, yeah, I, I decided to give it a shot. Actually, before then, I I experimented on uh, Klondike Rush. So that game has uh, like a fi- like a monster figure and little little mind figures, mm-hmm. and then I sort of um had to learn more for empires of the void but yeah it was it was fun i it seemed very intimidating like doing 3d modeling and that's actually one reason i, I didn't do it until now because i i couldn't find someone like a, a modeler who was who could sort of do the look i was going for i finally just said oh, okay i better just learn this skill
1: <laughs> if you can't if you can't get someone else to do it you yeah, can do yeah. it yourself well, right
2: yeah and
0: that's neat because that's something that didn't even occur to me for Klondike Rush. Like, I didn't, didn't even think about who...
1: Looking at them and how well those uh, figures fit in with the artwork, right, it's well, like, well, obviously. Yeah, yeah I didn't even think person. about who's the person
0: that did this. And it didn't occur to me that that's another skill that you learned to to do that. So, but yeah, the the way that it progressed into M- Empires of the Void too is is awesome we just everybody we show the the miniatures to they're like these ships are so cool
1: <laughs> they're so awesome i love yeah. how well they reflect the character or the like the major characteristics of their um alien oh, race yeah. mm-hmm. i i that really I, I really appreciate that so let's talk some more about um empires of the void too um so this game there's a lot of things related to some other games in your line, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: that's true. I mean, all you can you can see the genetics in all of my games for sure. Yes. I love that because it's, it's familiar. Yes. If that you, because you've played these games, but it's,
0: it's brand, it's a brand new experience too.
1: Right. It's implemented in a new way Mm -hmm. so that you don't feel like you're playing the same game over. And I really appreciate that, especially when it comes to, if we're bringing someone new into the hobby and and showing them this game and they are saying, Oh, I like that. I can say, Oh, well then maybe you'll like this one too. (laughs) (laughs)
2: That's true.
1: Really cool. I think one of my favorite parts is the fact that the planets are on tiles so that they the board is never the same. Oh, right. What made you decide to implement that in your well, design?
2: So the Kickstarter project has uh, a long and storied uh, history. <laughs> so when, <laughs> when, we, when we first had the Kickstarter, launched the Kickstarter, the, the game, the planets actually were the, the board and they were on tiles Mm -hmm. and uh, we sort of changed the design as we went um, to sort of a huge board with um, more uh, little planets on it. And then we, you know, we had that question, oh, we don't want the board to be static every time. You got to be able to move stuff around because that keeps it fresh. And that's sort of where Mm -hmm. that came from. But uh, I I,
0: I remember people being like, well, I want it to be a 4X game. I want to explore every time. And, and I was sitting there like, well, I mean, you're not the designers. So <laughs> but you listened and I think, you know, hey, I think it's perfect because it is. It gives you a different feel yeah. every time you play. Yeah, well, that's life.
2: good. I will say um, there there definitely were expectations about what this game was supposed to be or what people thought it was mm-hmm. going to be, I should say. And uh, I think right. I break a lot of those expectations with this design. And I, I think... You know, for some people it's like it's kinda of jarring. So it, the funny thing is I personally wouldn't even describe this as a four X game. But uh no. people because it has a space theme, it's like it 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 needs to be a four X game. I don't I don't know <laughs> it has to. why it has to <laughs> like I could I if I wanted to design a four X game, I would approach it very differently. You know, in my mm. mind it never was that kind of game, so so, what are some of the
0: main differences? You know, obviously, this is not a reprint. It's not a, you know, second edition. It's a sequel to the first one. But what are some of the major differences that you would just kind of highlight to when you're describing the, the them two or
2: comparing so the two? The major differences, um, well... I would say like the entire game, but <laughs> it's, it's hard. It's hard for me cause I've never played
0: the first one. So I don't know, yeah. you know, well, what I, it was like, so, but I mean, if it was
2: a completely different game, then yeah, no, that's a great I, so, answer. Um, I mean more specifically, so in, uh, well, I'll, I'll tell you the things that, that it shares. So both games have an emphasis on, um, when you reach a planet, so each planet is like unique and each planet has a unique power in, in the first game. That's how it was. Mm-hmm. And each and in the first game, each planet had a unique alien, and you could either go to that planet and conquer it, or you could ally with it. And if you allied with it, you got a special card that gave you a special ability. So that sounds like Empires of the Void too, right? Um, except in right. in the mm-hmm. first game, you could not. There was never like an ally and a a conqueror at the same time. So like if you went to a planet, you. Oh you'd you caught you basically were the ally and you controlled it and if somebody came along and conquered it then they would take it from you and you wouldn't have the ability anymore um but you would keep your little ally token on the planet and then if you ever took it back then you could be their ally again so but it's different in empires too like there can be yeah there could you know you can have it's a it's an area majority thing to to be the ally of each planet um that's probably the the big difference and then just like how the action system okay. works and how the combat works is all totally different. Mm-hmm. So
0: I, I like that the following thing. Did you were you influenced by any other games in that, or is that something? Yeah, you're just definitely.
2: Um, I mean, Puerto Rico has that mechanic in it, and then you know a lot of okay. other space. Actually, Twilight Imperium has that mechanic in it. So <laughs> okay, yeah. I guess we wouldn't know because we've never again. this point oh, yeah. we haven't. Played, yeah, Twilight so. Imperium actually has that, but I mean, it works differently. Um, and the reason we decided to include it is because my goal with, with this game, um, a lot of other games like it, it's like you sit there for, um, you know, you might sit there for 30 minutes before your, before it comes to your turn or like 10, you know, so (laughs) our goal in this was to like, make sure that everyone was engaged, a, a lot. And so like the benefit of the follow mechanic, for example, like if somebody chooses research and build, then like all the players can do it at the same time. Mm-hmm. And it really speeds the along. Um, yeah. and then if somebody, you know, if somebody chooses move, I mean, you, you can't really all do that at the same time, but you're all thinking about moving. And so mm-hmm. I don't know, I think it helps the game move quickly, which is sort of my goal with this. With this kind of game. Yeah. Sure.
1: And and I appreciate that more so of the whole of staying engaged. Right. And, and so the, all of the players are constantly, you know, um, doing something on the board instead of, all right, your turn. Let me sit back and <laughs> some people like pull out their cell phone, right. and start looking at well,
0: us. <laughs> and then you're trying to like telepathically... Say please pick this action. Please pick this action because that's the one I want to do next.
2: And then when yeah, they don't, so you're, like, no. you're like invested, right? <laughs> yeah, that's that's definitely. So for yeah. me as a designer, uh, I my goal is to make sure that players don't take out their cell phone. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, players are going to do that anyway, but you know, <laughs> I mean, it's absolutely right. You don't really have that downtime to to do that. You don't that's not great. in
1: this game, mm-hmm. and I, and I like that a lot. So, um since we're also big fans of above and below and whatnot, we've seen your wife's name come up a lot in like the, the book that we read the stories from and above and below and, and several of these books, the rule books and everything as we look through. So can you tell us a little bit about what that's been like um, for the both of you to yeah, work together she on definitely
2: these? is like the main developer and play tester for like every game I've, I've done almost every game. And so it's it's been great, you know, on above and below. She yeah, you're right. She does the she did a lot of the writing. Um and that is so cool. I absolutely love <laughs> So yeah, it's fun. <laughs> I mean, I've de- I've had other uh we have we have other team members like for Empires of the Void too. Um the team also was uh, included. Um, Brenna Asplund, who's on our team, who works for us, and then uh, also Andrew, who uh, helped too. So we all we all sort of contributed to Empires of the Void too. But it's definitely for every game, especially in like in the past before we had um, a bigger team. Yeah, Mallory was always developer. And actually, I just want to throw this in: we've we've done a co-design that'll be out later this year. So that was, that was fun to do. Um,
1: <laughs> is that, has always been something y'all have always done together of working on games together?
2: Yeah. Um, you know, she, it's like, she's definitely like the first play tester. You know, I have this game idea and it's like, I, I really need some help. I need somebody to play it. And, and she, and so she'll play it. <laughs> and I always like her comments really helped me get, um, kind of what I need out of the play test. You know, we don't even have to play the whole game, but, uh, it's, mm-hmm. it's always really helpful. That's so. really
1: cool. Cause she understands where your mind is and how to communicate to you. Yeah. Uh, and so that, that's really awesome from the marriage relationship and in that working relationship. And yeah. it, that, that's just really neat. And I'm glad we had the chance to explore that a little bit here on this episode. Mm-hmm. So thank you for throwing that in there. Yeah, Totally. Um, but you kind of hinted at where we're going next of what's next for Red Raven. Um, so y'all have this co-design that's going to be coming out. Um, is there anything else or when sh- when could we be looking for that one? Um, what, or what else would you like us to know? So I can't say too
2: much more about that yet, but it will be out, mm-hmm. um, let's see, in August or September. Um, it is not cool. – Right, just in time for my birthday. <laughs> right, <laughs> it's not a Kickstarter game, and it's it's sort of on the lighter side of our okay. games. But uh, yeah, that's what, um, I'm excited for. What type for of game? It. I mean,
0: can you say what type of game it is, or is that is that enough? I <laughs> could say it's a.
2: Uh, uh, <laughs> it's like <laughs> I'm not trying to say too much. So it's a it's a push your luck game. Okay, um, and it's got some. It's got a little bit of engine building in it oh my goodness so. that sounds awesome all right i don't know anything about it but i love those two things super <laughs> neat and then you have uh haven coming out right yeah haven uh it's a two player game designed by alf Seegert. and mm-hmm. um that game it's uh one side it gets to play the mystical forest and the other side is like the evil city trying to take over the forest so it's sort of a yeah. tug of war type of game <laughs> that, yeah. that sounds really that's neat
1: that's fun
0: so
2: our <laughs> Is that one going to Kickstarter? Um, I cannot say at the moment. (laughs) Okay.
1: And did you do the artwork?
2: I did. I did all the artwork on the game.
1: Okay, I'm good. I've
2: I've seen some of it. It looks really good. Oh, awesome. mm. (laughs) Thanks.
1: Cool.
0: Well, is there anything else that you'd want the audience to know about Red Raven Games or you or uh, anything the, the empires
1: of the void too
0: yeah anything this is this is your platform
2: yeah um wow well, it's, it's funny because uh when you're given that wide open space it's like <laughs> <laughs> sometimes it's hard to uh come up with something mm-hmm. but uh yeah empires of the void too so i will say it's a game i worked on for like f- five or six years after empires of the void one. And haven't you been working on it ever since? uh, Yeah, it's pretty much. Um, so a lot of, uh, ideas for that game sort of became other games, but, um, you know, a lot of those ideas were, were very specifically decided for empires of the void two Um, because I was trying to get to a certain thing, you know, I wanted a quick playing space empire game Uh and, uh, you know, I, and I try trying to do things a little differently than other games had already done because, that, you know, that's I don't always I, I don't want to repeat a game like a game for me. I, I don't want to make a game uh, unless it offers at least something new. You know, right. it might not be totally we, new, but. But why, why go to the
0: trouble of, of all of that just to put out something that's already out there? Right,
2: right. And.
0: And we, we get to that point of, especially like big big collectors, you get to a point where you've got so many games. It's like okay, something has I to. I already
1: do- have this game. Yeah, Why something- should I go buy that new hotness <laughs> right. if I had it from like three years ago? Yeah,
0: it's, it's got to do something different in order for me to bump something out of my collection and make a place for it, mm-hmm. right? And um, this, we haven't played a whole lot of the big giant space opera games or you know 4X games, so I I can't really give a A good comparison, but as far as I'm concerned, well, we'll get to it in our top five space (laughs) space Okay, well, it has all been leading up to this.
1: (laughs) Really? It has. I think that it's kind of like, now we're going to go, we crested the hill. That was all the awesome stuff. Now we're just going to gently take you down on the other side like a roller coaster.
0: (laughs) So we just kind of do this. we, we, We all, we... Take turns going first. And so um here we are, our top five space games, and really it's about the theme, right? You know, Mm -hmm. it's not really um I mean I don't know what else it would be about, right? It's not like you're actually playing these games in space. (laughs) Exactly.
2: Zero (laughs) gravity a game with a space. It's a game you have to play in zero gravity.
1: (laughs) Wow. Uh, I think just zero gravity (laughs) makes everything a game.
2: That is true. From those
1: videos, all dexterity games. the, the videos that you see of, like, astronauts trying to assemble their meals, <laughs> yeah. you know?
0: Or drinking Coke with the straw. <laughs>
1: That's the game in itself. Yeah,
0: it's true. <laughs> okay, so we'll start with number five. And since you're the guest, you
2: can begin with your number five space game. Okay, it is Twilight Imperium, third edition. Third edition. So have you played the fourth? I haven't played it, so I couldn't put it on the list. But from, oh, what, but from what I hear, it's it's a little different, but not that different. Mm-hmm.
1: That's what that's what some people have said. Yeah. Um, I think just our thing right now is we've got two little ones. Mm-hmm. It'd be very hard to find time to play that game. <laughs> yeah, and
2: I actually haven't played it for years. But um, I have had some really great times playing it um, in the past. So I had to put it on the list. I think it uh, – why I like it is I think it really – it does get the theme pretty, pretty well. Um, and there's some really great player interaction in the game. I mean, it takes eight hours to get to that player interaction, but like, there's definitely some like diplomacy between players, which I really like in the game. Um, I will say, uh, I, I feel like it's a little clunky. Uh, some of the things in the game, like, I don't think it needs to take eight hours. Like, I don't think there's eight hours of, um, depth in the game but mm-hmm. i i think it's i think it's good though i like it awesome yeah i, I haven't heard a bad thing about it other than it takes eight hours so <laughs> um and it's pretty much this, it's
1: been around for a while so yeah, I, mean, I mean it's on its fourth edition yeah, that, so. that 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 says something there so very good this is number five all right your number five my number five is um flatline from Renegade Games just because I love dice rolling mm-hmm. and um, I really like the way they implement. I mean, you don't have to use their app timer mm-hmm. mechanism for it, but I, I think that really helps bring home the atmosphere of being on that ship mm-hmm. and I don't know if it's a computer talking to you that's like berating you as you try to (laughs) help patients or if it's actually a doctor. But I like to think it's the computer, the sassy computer berating you about how horrible you're doing (laughs) and trying to save these patients' lives. Um, (laughs) But uh, that and the aesthetics of the board, Mm -hmm. especially the – the color palette yeah. the color scheme that they chose for that it really screams to me like we're on a ship right it, it, that's really neat so uh my number five is flatline
0: flatline saving people in space i need to play that <laughs> it's not the tagline but it should be i know <laughs> <laughs> all right my number five speaking of real time is space alert Ooh, man it's almost, that almost <laughs> made my list yeah, so, so this one, I'll, I'll be honest with everybody, okay? We haven't played a More full than
1: the first, like- Tutorial the, mission. Yes, because I was just like, that is one of the most stressful yeah. things I've ever done. But we had, I, it was such an
0: experience for me that- and it kind of exuded that theme of being on a ship and mm-hmm. and running around trying to take care of all the systems, whether it's shields or, you know, the guns and, and dealing with the incoming threats, n- not only in real time, but also programming your actions. Oh, yes. And I think it's when we need to break out again because we've really come to really like uh, real-time games, and also program action games. Mm-hmm. And so now that we've got gotten the hang of both of those mechanisms, we definitely need to bring that one out.
2: But, cool. Yeah. I haven't played it in eight years. Oh, man. So oh. I I feel like I need to try it again. Well, yeah. and
1: there's a there's an expansion mm-hmm. to yeah. that. I don't know what it adds, obviously, because we haven't gotten that far <laughs> into the game. Well, I really like
0: the components, too. It's got those little glass. Those
1: components are really yeah. neat. Yeah.
0: <laughs> And it's yeah. it's another one that's like with Vlada, the the designer. It's like mm-hmm. it just shows the range of what he does. It's wow, like this is the same guy that did Code Names and
2: yes, uh, through
0: exactly. the ages, it's it's crazy, <laughs> right? Okay. Well, let's move on to number four.
1: Okay. Um,
0: why don't you start this time? My,
1: my number four mm-hmm. is um, Empires of the Void 2. What? Uh, whoa.
2: <laughs> yes, we did.
1: We, we supported this game on Kickstarter, mm-hmm. and we got the deluxe edition. And um, I'm so happy that even though Spencer didn't tell me when he did it, he at least fessed up to it later It was like, so we kickstarted a game. <laughs> and um, it's it's a welcome addition to the to the game shelf that even as we were making these lists we didn't a we didn't have that many space themed games but b as much as we have enjoyed islebound and above and below um getting to do more a storytelling but b exploration as well in in Empires of the void 2 has been a lot of fun and um like i hinted at in our interview earlier i love the way that the planet's change on mm-hmm. the board and and whatnot so that's super exciting and i can't wait to play it some more and find new things in it
0: there you go awesome. all right and cool. of void two at number four yes all right then i'll go next my number four is flip ships from renegade games um again another kind of Game the style of game that we're we're really digging these days is dexterity mm-hmm. and the fact that you're flicking flipping those ships into the air, trying to take out the space invaders like <laughs> ships, and then trying to take out the mothership. It's 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 really cool to be able to do that, and it can get frustrating because sometimes you can deal with all of those invaders, and then you just can't quite land it in that mothership. Mm-hmm. But um, I love the artwork from. Quan Chai or however you say his name and um oh i, lo-
2: I love his art yeah uh, i think this what this game looks really great yeah it's really good and then um we
1: love the box art that you can you can flip the box mm. over and the flip ships is still the same mm-hmm. <laughs> and oh, it's, cool yeah it's like oh, i yeah, forget they, what it's called but you that yeah that i don't know what that term is mm. for that but yeah the word flip ships even when you turn the box over it still says oh is it a
2: palin a palindrome
1: kind of like that it's not that it's it's not
2: exactly that yeah it's not that that it's you can spell it the same way forward
1: and backward but
2: yeah
1: Yeah. mirror maybe you might be right there Mm. something like that
0: yeah so uh yeah for the different ways you can get new ships and dealing with the
1: aliens and and the new powers you acquire and everything that's really cool
0: lots of fun and
2: that is flip ships all right ryan you're number four my number four is Cosmic Encounter. Yes, sweet. Have you guys played this? Oh yes, yeah, it's, yeah. It's coming yeah.
1: up later on my list. <laughs> okay.
2: <laughs> All right, we we can talk. What we why don't we talk about it more when it comes up later?
1: Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> okay.
2: <laughs> So oh, you're number three. Yes, so I'm number Spencer. three this time. All right. My
0: number three is Mission Red Planet, the second edition. Um, I like, I love both designers in this game, both Bruno's, B-squared, yes. as we call them. And um, I like the little teeny tiny Martian or Those space are, guys. Yeah, astronauts. Astronauts and the steampunk kind of theme to it. And I really like the – it's the simultaneous action selection – but with the number on the cards that, Mm -hmm. you know, shows you who goes first. But if you go first, your power is not going to be as powerful as someone who goes last. Mm -hmm. And um, so dealing with that and then putting those those little guys on the little spaceships. And when they get full, they launch onto Mars and it's got that area control, but also a little bit of exploration because you got those tokens on there. You don't know what's there. Mm -hmm. So it could be good for you. It could be bad. Yes. And um, I, I really like, really
2: like that one. So that's my number three. I so feel then... like I've wanted to play this for like ten years. I mean, I keep looking at it and I haven't played it. <laughs> it hey, we've got a
1: copy. We'll play it with you. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <That'll
2: be great.
0: laughs> well, and we'll we'll play Space Alert with you too. Well, and Flip Ships. We'll play all of these with you. How about that? Okay. We'll, just do a,
2: we'll do it. We'll do a Space Day. Yeah. Yeah. So
1: yeah. Then, Ryan, what's your number three?
2: Uh, my number three is uh, terraforming Mars. Oh,
1: that's my number
2: three. Oh, nice. Yeah, (laughs) I like it a lot. Um, I like it. uh, Well, it it reminds me of my favorite space game, which I will not reveal yet. (laughs) Um, Okay. Which which I which is a reason I like it. Um, I like the card drafting, um, in the game, and I really I like the theme because I'm interested in, in Mars and in the possibilities of Mars and all that stuff. So and laura why do you like it
1: well i really like um first off you did upgrade our components for the broken token stuff and that's really nice they um just the the way that your personal little corporation board works there in front of you of and having to find that balance with the cards that you use of am i what am i willing to give up in order to gain Mm -hmm. something else whether it's your getting a higher terraforming rating, but losing power production or Mm. mega credit production to plant production, you know, the, the way the balance you have to find there. Um, yeah, that's, it's really interesting. And then just the sheer amount of cards there are, Mm -hmm. I don't think I've ever gotten the same cards anytime we've played it. Mm -hmm. Um, and so that's been really neat getting to explore the different things. I know there's been one time I've capitalized on a certain tag. I think it was power tags. Mm-hmm. And then there's been another game that I never got a single card with a power tag on it. <laughs> it yeah. is funny how
0: that works, isn't
1: it? It, it, it and, is.
0: Well, or frustrating. Sometimes it's frustrating.
1: It. <laughs> um, but I really liked getting to look through all those things and, and that's been neat. And even teaching this to new players, mm-hmm. how, uh, People really like it. Yeah, we it's,
0: just we just brought it out or played it yesterday, mm-hmm. and it went very well.
1: Yes, we yeah. taught it to we taught it to at least one person uh, for the first time, and he really enjoyed it. And I'm just now getting to the point where I'm realizing the value of the uh, the achievements that you mm-hmm. can unlock there at the bottom of the board. Because at first, I was like, I'm too busy trying to manage my board <laughs> and my card. Yeah, I worry about those things down there. But now I'm figuring out how to incorporate those as well into my gameplay
0: well obviously because you won that's true too we played a a four and a half player game because the fifth player had to step out in half the
2: game but you you stomped us all. so
1: yes that was pretty
2: cool i will say one reason this game stands out to me is uh um because it's thematic like i play so many euro games that just have a vague attachment to the theme Mm -hmm. but like this one everything kind of, you know, kind of works. Like all the cards you get, like they, they totally make sense thematically. Yeah. So I, I really like the attachment to the theme. It's a, It's definitely a Euro game, but it's a thematic Euro game. Especially when you play the comet and you make people like blow up their their plants (laughs) and
0: stuff, (laughs) make them lose their plants. And then all of a sudden, wait a minute, it's really hot now on Mars. See, that's,
1: yeah. When he was, when he was talking about how thematic it is, Mm -hmm. the way that the temperature and the oxygen level and everything the way that those interact with each other, I agree. That is so thematic.
0: And you can't play certain cards until it reaches a
2: certain temperature because yes, things I, like that can't grow. I really yeah. like that yeah. a lot. I will say I'm surprised at the popularity of this game knowing that you can attack players in the game. <laughs> like, yeah. With those attack mm-hmm. cards, Like, I, I, I assume that would just rub so many people the wrong way, but they forgive it, I guess. Yeah, it
0: for, it hasn't really become a, it wasn't it hasn't been an issue for us really. I mean, it's just like oh man, you made me lose, you know this, or our production went down. I guess but it's
1: because we play so many games that do that. We attack each <laughs> yeah, other. Yeah, that's true. But we're cool with it. Oh yeah.
0: <laughs> okay. well, so that
1: was our combined number three. Mm-hmm.
0: Who's first now? I, I think Ryan's first now, right? Oh, okay. well, I kind of
1: want him to be first for for number one. Or should we let him be last for number? Oh
0: yeah, one? okay, okay,
1: okay. So, um, you go first. I'll do my number two. Yeah, okay, all right. So my number two is Cosmic Encounter, as we talked about earlier.
2: Nice, and uh, we have a thanks. lot of crossover on our lists.
1: We do, we do. <laughs> we'll see. If, I, I doubt my number one is going to be your number okay. one, but um, Spencer and I do crossover there. But oh, um, you
2: ruined
0: it—the surprise.
1: Oh, oops. Um, <laughs> but I still have not played as every single alien race in Cosmic Encounter. I, and then, of course, there's so many expansions I doubt I ever could in, a, in my lifetime. Well, we
0: haven't yeah. even mixed in the, the difficult ones, the red level ones. We've only played with the, the green and the yellow.
1: <laughs> what about you, Ryan? Have you done those higher level aliens?
2: No. Well, I when we play, we do mix all the we, – we usually mix all of them together. Um and I just love that crazy variety in the game. Um <laughs> yeah, you know, it's like and and at the, my favorite power has got to be the one where um the player can cheat as long as no one notices. Yes.
0: <laughs> that is yeah. everyone's favorite. It's Powers. it's so awesome. Yeah.
2: <laughs> but I, I will say like this game like Uno can go on too long. <laughs> you know, like Uno should only be like a 10 minute game but you can actually mm. play it for 5 hours. Um yeah. so that can happen but um I really like the so the combat system actually was what inspired the Empires of, of the Void two combat system in some way because you play a card secretly, yeah. in, mm-hmm.
0: in you in can definitely games. see that
1: influence. Yeah
2: yep and i like it i like the little plastic
0: ships those are fun but i love the frustration of (laughs) trying to get someone to ally Ally that that
1: thing is (laughs) or i'll ally with you on this turn but then later i'm gonna attack you
0: yeah well we had we had one where like we had one game it was with uh, a couple a friend of a friend how would you say that a couple friend a couple friend anyway They were playing with us and...
1: Friends of ours who are a couple? There you go.
0: (laughs) 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 Words don't come in my mouth. Anyway,
1: they we're like trying to
0: ally the our friend was trying to get his wife to ally with him and, and she didn't really want to but he's like please 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 and and she did and then when we revealed the cards she had a one and he's like you played a one <laughs> <laughs> she's like that's all i had i didn't want to be in this but you asked me to <laughs> so in situations Hilarious. like that that we we remember and um, those experiences again I, i'm all about experiences when you play games and that's definitely one that we have very memorable experiences in yeah. definitely okay um well how about ryan you go next
2: for your number two my number two is nexus ops
1: Ooh, yeah. i've mm-hmm. seen that one mm-hmm.
2: yeah um so this is fun this is a funny story um let's see when i was about 20 uh 21 i was in new york city and we went into this game shop and they had a few games in the back that they were like liquidating. It was a toy actually mm-hmm. a toy store. And he's had some games and it's like, oh we're trying to get rid of these like 50% off. And one of them was Nexus Ops and uh I thought, yeah, this looks okay and I bought it, you know, not knowing that it would soon become this rare gem that people were <laughs> could not find anywhere <laughs> mm-hmm. that they really wanted. So cool. Yeah, and actually the game ended up being a lot more interesting than I expected like when I when I first bought it, I'm like, uh oh, whatever, this might be okay," but no, it was interesting. I like it. It's a uh, it's a really quick, fast multiplayer skirmish game, and I think it does that better than any other game like it. So, fun. Who so who is that published by? I, I I know the name, but I can't picture it. It was a uh, let's see, I think it was um, it was like Avalon Hill, but. I okay. think they were owned by Wizards of the Coast at this point.
0: Okay, um, I, I'm,
2: I'm picturing it more now. I think I'm trying to remember, and uh, then later, Fantasy Flight Games did a new version. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: That's the one I've seen. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: the old one is super cool because it has um, the uh, it has these figures that are like transparent. And that was the thing. Like everybody loved those transparent figures. And then I remember there was so much complaint in the new version. Cause they didn't do the transparent <laughs> figures because they wanted, to, they wanted to, they're like, well, we wanted to make the figures so that painters could paint them because you can't paint the transparent figures. Oh, Cause okay. like, they just weren't good for that. Cause it was, a, it yeah. was that kind of, it was like a really bendy kind of transparent. They were like, they looked like little gummy aliens.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and that's the you, you think maybe it was just like nostalgia
2: oh I remember that's it was so cool because they glow they they glow in the dark like if you have like a oh. yeah. especially <sighs> if you have like a black light, they look so cool right! Anyway. Oh, so
0: cool. <laughs> well, it's it's funny how like that shift in popularity in painting has happened because I would never do it because I don't have the patience or the hand for it. Mm. Um, but a lot of people are
2: starting to to do that now. Yes, and they miniatures are. Miniatures are a big yeah. deal. That's I see that more. Although I wouldn't do it either. Mm-hmm. It's funny because as an artist, that it doesn't sound <laughs> fun to me, but.
1: <laughs> i know i'm like i would rather just play the game mm-hmm.
0: now if someone wants to volunteer to paint mine sure yeah. i would love to well play.
1: um a good
0: person Well, okay yeah that's the
1: thing not our daughter not somebody like learning and want to practice on our set <laughs> right. no, thanks
0: yeah Yeah. <laughs> oh, cool well maybe we can try to find i'd like to try to play that one somewhere because that sounds like fun that would... we like skirmish games mm-hmm. yeah it's fun. all right my number two is Empires of the Void. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yes. Um, I tell you what. So when I first played this game, I played it at two player, and I liked it. But you know, I, there was you know with with two player, the, so much of the board is restricted, and I understand the reasoning why. Yes. But then as I added more players, or we had more players. I think the next time I played it was with three, and then the next time I played it was with well, it was three again. I think that's the most we've played it at. Okay. But but it, the the difference in the player account and how much the board opens up with the the planets that are easier to access. Number one, it changes things so much more because you're adding more cards into what what's available. I love the way those those cards work, and not only the the actions and the different mi- missions that you can do, but but how they work with the planets that are on the board. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's not just here's a deck of cards that's the same from game to game. You put in the cards that are reflective of the planets that are, are in play. And so I like that connection that, you know, you can't go to this planet in one game because obviously it's not there and the card's not there. But once you put it in, you might it might affect your your strategies in the next game. I discover something new every time I play this, and and that's what I'm looking for in a game
1: mm-hmm.
0: is in the variabilities in the strategies, because
1: well, it the, just increases your replayability. Yeah.
0: Well, the last time we played it, and we talked about on this on our last episode is that we, the three of us, we played a three player game and we each did something different.
1: Oh yeah, we went through it to a different path. Yeah. Of, oh, yeah. Well, like one one person
0: was more focused on like area control. I was,
1: I was trying to get on as many planets as possible.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And then one was I was more about like developing the different technologies and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I forget what Michael was doing. He was like...
1: He was trying to do missions, I thought. I was yeah,
0: yeah, to... yeah. But it was so tight with the
1: scores. It's like a seven-point oh, spread. <laughs> yeah, between the three of us.
0: Yeah, so I, I'm sure you're glad to hear that. Yeah. But but uh, the fact that you can go so many different directions and it still be a very balanced game, I love that. And the, the immersion of the aesthetic of the game with the, the different the way the planets look. I don't know if you were inspired by Star Wars, but we like the um, the one that looks like the Ewok planet What's that Emrock? Indoor? Oh, Emrock. <laughs> yeah, Emrock yeah. looks
2: like Endor planet. Is that was that your what you're going for? A little bit. Um but yeah, I mean I I, I have loved Star Wars since I was a little kid, so <laughs> it's it, it was a huge influence for sure. Yeah. yeah
1: cool
0: well and then you know there, there's so many different things that make your game different every time you play like the allying with the different races that have the different abilities mm-hmm.
1: um
0: it's just i i'm excited every time we get it out because i'm like okay what can i do different <laughs> yeah. this time and how's it going to affect yeah. well
1: and i like the obstacles too mm-hmm. and how that can make it difficult
0: and well and then it can be different you know you can put yeah. those those obstacles out in a different place and uh, <laughs> the one game i played used the um the monster. What, what's his name? The the miniature oh, figure yeah, with the, the monster f- the beast. <laughs> yes. And that was a lot of fun because I made my friend really mad. Because, <laughs> like he had his strategy all revolving around this one planet. And then when I moved it there, he got so mad because he kept trying to go do something and he would forget that it was there. And he gets so mad and <laughs> raised his fists and angry at me. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, it it feels like this fun exploration,
2: adventure in Mm -hmm. space and definitely Definitely. deserves its place at my number two that's really great to hear i I have to put in a little comment here because um that is exactly like what i was hoping players would experience in the game because i had played other space games Mm -hmm. and other space games it's like you sort of build up your own little thing in a corner for like a really long time and then you sort of inch toward Mm -hmm. each other And then by the end of the game, there's like a giant battle. And whoever wins that giant battle Mm -hmm. usually wins the game. And in this one, I'm like, I I want this to be more like a Star Wars movie. Like, you know, they're going to different (laughs) planets and they're just, you know, they're all over the place. And there's like action here and action there. And so that's kind of what I was going for.
0: I love that. Yeah. And so with the three player, you do start to have more of those player uh, battles, But I'm really looking forward to the four-player and Mm -hmm. maybe even the five-player of
2: how much more that Yeah, my favorite uh, player count for the game is five. so (laughs) We'll have to give that a try. We're definitely
1: going to make that work then.
2: Yeah. And one more comment on it
0: because... I like this too, is that it has kind of that little, and you mentioned this in your making of book. It's got that little bit of influence, like you said, from Cosmic Encounter, which is a game I love. It's got some uh, influence from Scythe, which is a game I love. So a lot of little bits and pieces, not only from your games that I like, but other games that we love too, that work together to form this brand new game. And um, again, another one that I just love, and that's why it's on my list. Awesome.
1: Cool. So we have to say our number one so that Ryan's can be the final number one. Cool. Okay.
0: You want to do it? Because ours is the same. Yes. We, or do we
1: shoot we a chat, do chat it. down? No, we're not going to no, do it Not together. at the same
0: time? Oh, we could, do, we could alternate words. <laughs> no. Okay, that's dumb.
1: <laughs> I'm just going to say it's Escape from the Aliens in Outer Space. Yeah, oh, I yes. played that. <laughs> Oh, we love um <laughs> hidden role hidden mm-hmm. movement games and this with the space theme as soon as spencer said we we're making spaceless i already knew that was my number one because um uh, it is one of the most immersive thematic experiences mm-hmm. that we have and then i it's so easy to teach new gamers which Obviously, I've talked about it a couple of times. That's that's something that I enjoy to do. I enjoy doing, and mm. we want to do is bring new people into the hobby. And this is an awesome game to do it. That you're um, like, there's two teams, there's mm. aliens, and there's humans, and you're on this wrecked. Ship, trying to escape. There are some escape pods on the ship, and you're moving around the ship. The alien, or the aliens can move two spaces. Mm-hmm. Humans can only move one space, and um, you've got these secret little boards, dry erase boards that you're marking on there where you're going, and the aliens can or cannot hear you because you move on to a certain space that tells you you have to announce what's what sector you're Mm in, or um, you can move on to a space and say silent sector.
0: Yeah. And then you draw a card. That's what it is. You draw a card and it tells you.
1: Yeah. The card will tell you Mm -hmm. either silence in all sectors or you Mm -hmm. announce your sector, or you can announce just a totally random different sector that you're not in Mm -hmm. and try to throw people off. And then you can get to those escape pods and you have to draw a card to see if your escape pod works. <laughs> and if it doesn't work, then, oh, man, you're in a world of hurt because everybody knows where you are now. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And then you also don't know who's an alien and who's a human. Mm-hmm. And ooh, it can it can be a very thrilling time. Yeah.
0: Well, and because <laughs> of those those uncertainties, you there's friendly fire that's happening, too. Because if you're an alien and you think... <laughs> <laughs> that you're chasing a human, you can eat another alien, and kill. Them. <laughs> and then as a human, you're you're not playing on a team. It's every man for yeah, himself. You
1: don't want anybody else to take that escape pod. So from exactly. You. So
0: if two humans are going for the same escape pod, and one beats the other to it, well, you gotta go the other way. <laughs> Sorry, man. <laughs> it's like that scene in Spaceballs, where like they're all running to try to get to the escape pods, and then like they're waving at the window, bye bye.
2: <laughs> oh yeah. Um,
0: but yeah, all of that going on, it's I've never had a moment as tense.
1: I mean, my playing heart can a game. pound playing yeah, this. I one. really need to play this. I literally
0: had an. Yeah, well, you can get the print and play version, which is what we did. So,
1: well, we did that the first time. Yeah, we bought the deluxe
0: Cause, edition because the print and play is like two dollars. Oh. And I was like, I've heard about this game. I don't know about it, but hey, it's two bucks. We can try it. See if we want to order the deluxe edition, and we did <laughs> yeah, we because we loved it. So. Had,
1: the deluxe edition comes with like eight maps or something? Yeah,
0: yeah, eight maps, all dry erase. Mm-hmm. And and, the and then cards, there are people who've
1: designed their own maps yeah. online.
0: And then you have, like, the special abilities. Like, you play a different role. Not only are you human, but you're, like, the captain or you're you know, somebody mm-hmm. else that might have a special one-time usability. Right. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun. And, like you said, is dripping in theme for a movie like Alien or, yes. or something like that, of course, set in space.
1: Mm-hmm. Right, so that's our number one is Escape from the Aliens in Outer Space. Nice. All right, well then, we are so my, ready to hear yours.
2: Yeah, so my number one is Race for the Galaxy. Oh!
0: And, <laughs> okay.
2: Yeah, and I, I had to say this one because I have played it um, probably more than any game I own. Wow. Um, yeah, and, uh, I, you know, it's a game that is not it's totally easy to get into and I remember when I first bought it 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 did not make sense for <laughs> a few games <laughs> um but it got to the point where um you know Mallory and I just we we got it down and, and it was just like a great game that we could play in like 20 minutes you know we have 20 minutes okay here we go and and uh, we got to the point where it's just so fast and tense that we would just play over and over and over again <laughs> so
0: that's cool that's
2: the sign of yeah. a good game yeah totally and i i can definitely see like the influence in uh terraforming mars because okay. there's a lot of like card combos that work really similarly and like card drafting it, it feels similar it's just like in terraforming mars is like stretched out mm-hmm. and in race for the galaxy it's like short i feel like this game isn't quite as fun though if you're playing with a new group that's really slow oh, i think okay. it's got to be fast okay. to be fun interesting <laughs> so, so have you played Roll for the galaxy I have. I don't quite like roll as much. I feel like the. I feel like. Um, I'm sure I'll get arguments about this, but I never feel like I have as no, as much control as I want in roll for the galaxy as I as I get in race. Oh, well, it so. makes sense. You're rolling dice, so <laughs> yeah.
1: <you're> our, right. <laughs> one of our board game media friends, mm-hmm. uh, Joe from Art of Board Gaming, would wholeheartedly agree with you on that. Yes. <laughs> as far as the dice uh, thing.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I like i I like the dice, but I, I don't know what it is about the game system. I never feel like I get a like I feel like I can really get a machine going and race for the galaxy and enroll, I never feel like I get going. so yeah. gotcha. another one we need to add to our two playlists because we
0: haven't played that yet. right. but again, another classic modern classic, I guess you'd
2: say. that's
1: so true. Have awesome. you played
2: uh, have you played jump drive? No,
1: I've never even heard of that one.
2: So jump drive is uh, it's basically a simplified version of race for the galaxy. That's right. Yes. Um, yeah. I don't. I don't like it quite as much, but I. I do feel like it has some of the same fun in it. So if you see that one, it's easier and cheaper. Cool. Well, and then if we like thanks it, thanks for the suggestion. Yeah.
0: Awesome. Well, that brings our list to a close, doesn't it? Yeah, it sure does. Unless you have a point five. No. Or a zero.
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> Okay,
2: well, a secret zero. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I, I will say there are some that you know we just had to make the cut. Um, you know, um, Tiny Epic Galaxies is a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, what else did I cut? I had my list of potentials, but I mean, Cosmic Encounter was a potential one, but um, you know, something you gotta you gotta Didn't make you room have for a,
1: Starfall as like a possibility. I was, yeah,
0: it's a fun little you know. I don't even know. What you it call has it. to
1: do with space ish a little bit. Yeah,
0: and then um, <laughs> it's Star Wars astronomy,
1: but... yep. Star
0: Wars fun. Realm. Uh, Imperial Assault, the Star Wars game. Um, uh, yeah, that, that one's one played. That that one's a lot of fun. Um, but this, this was these were some good lists. I I think they were. We learned about some new ones from Ryan, and he learned about some some from us. And yeah. we got to talk about Empires of the Void multiple times. So yeah, good, good times. Yeah. yeah all right well ryan thank you so much for coming on the show we've enjoyed it
2: yeah thanks so much this was a this is great
1: so if any of our listeners would like to follow you on social media and see what all you and the red raven team are up to where could they find you
2: you can uh well we have a twitter account it's at red raven game no s oh yeah, kind of weird
1: That's <laughs> good thing to keep in mind
2: let <laughs> <That laughs> me check <laughs> the s and then uh Our website is redravengames.com, and uh, we actually have a podcast. It's not super regular, but we do have a bunch of episodes already. So it's the Red Raven Games podcast. And uh, yeah, oh, you can sign up for our newsletter on our website. Would that be the best way to keep up with news about your upcoming games? Yeah, the newsletter and the podcast, I would say. Okay, cool.
1: Excellent. So now our listeners know where to look if they want to Mm -hmm. know more about what they're doing.
2: And
0: what about us? What about what we're doing?
1: Um, Well, you can follow us on Instagram Mm -hmm. at MarriedWithBG. We're on Twitter at MarriedWithBG. We have a Facebook account, facebook.com slash MarriedWithBG. And of course, you can find links to all of those along with our email addresses on our website, MarriedWithBG.com.
0: And don't forget that contest you have until our next episode, which is two weeks from today. So I guess eleven fifty nine the night before we record oh, <laughs> the next episode. So maybe not exactly two weeks, but we'll announce the winner of Empires of the Void 2, the Deluxe Edition on our next episode.
1: Right. So go to our website, MarydoothBG.com slash survey. Yep. And don't and forget the secret word. The secret word when you complete the survey is Raven. Raven. <laughs> <laughs> well, Laura, do you have anything else? I don't. Just want to say, Ryan, thank you so much for coming on the show.
2: Yeah, thanks. I I really enjoyed talking about all these games and it was great. All right. Well, thanks for being such a great guest. I have nothing else. You have
0: nothing else. Nope. This has been episode 37 of the Married with Board Games podcast. I'm Spencer. I'm Laura. I'm Ryan. Thank you so much for listening.